Welcome to episode number two of the podcast. Liv, we have a special guest today. And his name is Henry. Henry's our special guest. He is our Great Dane English Mastiff, but he's mostly a Great Dane. And that's what we're going to be talking about today. We're going to be talking about Henry, the 197-pound Henry. Yeah. Right? So we're just going to tell you a lot about our experiences with a Great Dane. We've never had a Great Dane before. Henry is our first big dog, right? Oh, yeah, for sure. We've always had little dogs. Little brats. Yes, little brats is what we call them because they're little spoiled little brats. (laughs) (laughs) And we learned that the hard way. Yeah. Even though we love them so much. Um, we've learned a lot about big dogs. And not only just did we get a big dog, we got the biggest boy of them all. Right? Yeah. Yeah, so we're going to talk to you about our experience with having a great day. And we're going to start with the puppy phase. Of course. The puppies. They are so clumsy. Super clumsy. When we first got Henry, he was 23 pounds. About two to three months old, somewhere in between there. And he just flopped. He would fall over, and he was just funny. And it's just so easy to just fall in love with, just seeing him just fall and Play. run into things and grab something. Kind of like, I don't even know what you call that. It's like galloping. And like their paws are like just so big. And it's just adorable to watch. Uh, but the puppy, the puppy phase of a Great Dane is is a lot of fun. Of course. And they grow so fast. So like around the two to three month old mark, they're around twenty. They're around twenty pounds um, when they start. Like two months more, like four months, they're around fifty pounds, forty to fifty pounds. And when they start getting like six months, they're almost 70 pounds. So they grow super duper fast. And it's it's fun to see them just grow. And it's fun to take pictures every month. That's what we would do. We would take pictures of him every month. And measure him. Yeah, we would measure him against the wall. Against the, um, just, just a, a measuring thing. Kind of like they do with kids. <laughs> just to see how big they grow. But yeah, they were, they're, they're so much fun to have. But um, back to the puppy stuff. So the puppies, the Great Dane puppies, they're born in a couple different colors. Yes. Right? Um, Henry's a harlequin, which means he has a white base with the black spots. And the most common one is a fawn, which is the brown and black, which you see everywhere, pretty much. Yeah. Um, there's, what else is there? Um, there's a black, gray, white, um, merle is the rarest one, actually. Merle, yeah, that's the grayish with the bluish, right? Yeah, and the brindle. Brindle is like the brown with the black type of stripes, right? And then there's the mantle, which is like a black base with like a little bit of white. Um, but the, yeah, the most common one is a fawn. Um, and the harlequin, you see, a lot, I see a lot of harlequins. Or yeah. no? Do we? Do we see? Yeah. I just, I just knew I always wanted 
a Great Dane that looked like a cow. Growing up, I always wanted one. And Hector did too. Your dad wanted one. Yeah. Growing up too. You already know that. But um, now you guys know that. But um, we just knew we wanted a big dog. And it was our time to get a big dog. And it was time for Hector to choose a dog. And we just came across Henry. And we had no idea what we had in store. But we knew that we were ready to take on the task. Right, Liz? Of course, we had to. Yes, yes. We loved it. So, um, like I was saying, puppies, they're so energetic. They're clumsy. They, they flop over. And they grow so fast. Uh, like I was saying, with the weight, they can be up to almost 90 Anywhere from 75 to 90 pounds already at the six-month mark. That's crazy. So about a year, um, they're already 100 pounds at a year, at 12 months already. So you got a puppy just like kind of like clumsy. Clumsy and just running around and doing all that. And the most important thing as a puppy is training. Now I'll get into training later on, but training is huge on a great day. Like you have to start that at, as soon as you get your dog. Um, four weeks. No, you don't get them. At two. Yeah, yeah, two months. Around two to three months. Immediately you have to start training. Now I'll get into training later on. Um, but, um, the, the characteristics of, of a puppy is just a puppy. And then it's just the puppy gets bigger. And bigger. And bigger and bigger and bigger. And it's just fun to watch. Right? Yes. Now, um, as they start getting older into an adult. Now, a Great Dane doesn't go into full-grown adult until about two years. Yeah. You're still a teenager. Two years, um, but they're considered an adult around two years. Um, now they stop growing about 18 months, and this is pretty much the height starts growing at around anywhere between the 12 and 18 months. Yes, yeah, and um, the as far as everything else, you know, they kind of fill out and everything and um i think the biggest thing that people that have great danes come across of is like they don't know when to spay and neuter now there's a lot of things that um there's a lot of vets out there that talk about neutering that it's not okay to spay or neuter a great dane until after at least 12 months old because they say that the hormones have a lot to do with the bones growing. We actually just neutered Henry. And he's three. Um, I never knew. We kind of never knew um, which one was correct. Um, you know, some vets will say neuter at six months. Others will say, you know, don't because it'll, it can mess up their bones and the bones don't know when to stop growing. Did you know that, Liv? No. So yeah, there's a lot of speculation about the Great Danes and that you shouldn't neuter them or spay them because the hormones have a lot to do with the the development of their bones and their growing. And a lot of people say that if you cut off the hormones that the bones don't know when to stop growing correctly 
and it could cause a lot of issues with their with their form and their body and their bones. Did, Did you know that? know that? Yeah, that has, a lot of people think that. So I never knew which one was right or wrong. So we just kind of played it safe and we neutered Henry later on. Mm-hmm. Yes. And um, so that's something that you could do research on. If you have a great day. But um, yeah, definitely recommend to do your own research and um, just do your own research on that. Um, And then just follow your gut. See what, um, you know, whatever you feel. You know, um, I've also read some articles too that some are neutered at six months and they're perfectly fine. But you just never know. But um, as far as their age, now, this is the only sad thing about Great Danes. They don't live that long. Anywhere, I think the average is 8 to 10 years old. But since Henry has Mastiff in him, he could be anywhere from 10 to 12 years. I don't know what the difference is in the Mastiff. That adds in a couple years. But, um, But yeah, anywhere from... Hopefully, we can... You know, he like well. We just did a procedure on him too, that could help yeah. him live longer. The bloat surgery. The bloat surgery. So we just had. That's another thing that um, Great Danes are prone to get bloat. Now bloat is pretty much when they have so much gas buildup. Now this happens not just on Great Danes. This happens on dogs that are just very. They have really really big chests. Happen in huskies. It can happen pretty much in any dog, but it's very, very, very common for it to happen on dogs with really, really big chests. So, like a great day. Like a great day. And Henry's chest is forty-four inches in circumference. So that's huge. That's like bigger than your dad's waist. Wow. Yeah, big, big. And your dad's not, you know, big guy. Right? That's big. That's big. 44 inches is really big. So, um, definitely, um, there's this procedure called a gastropexy, where they, it's a small, not too big of a procedure. Um, so the, basically they staple or stitch the stomach inside the abdominal wall. So the oh. stomach doesn't flip over. That's great. It is. And it'll extend... It can extend the life of the dog. Because a lot of these dogs, the Great Danes, they die of stomach-related flipping issues. Yeah. Unfortunately. And um, there's a lot of things that you can do to prevent the stomach from flipping over. Um, Not just in Great Danes, but in just dogs, period. And those things are slow-feeding bulls. So they don't feed, they don't eat that fast, right? And then yes. just resting after eating at least 30 to 40 minutes. And um, they say that eating a couple of large, not large, but a couple of meals throughout the day helps. I do not know that. Yeah, and one big meal a day, nothing for these types of dogs. Now, other people will say other things, but these are just my... Um, just from my experience. But yeah, we just had this procedure on Henry. 
um, along with the neuter. So a lot of vets will recommend to do the, the gastropexy um, with the neuter. So then the dog doesn't have to be, you know, under any type of medical for a while. And that way they could heal together. And his recovery is going very well. Uh, he was very loopy when we got him. Yeah. When we brought him home. And that was actually very difficult. Because you're talking about a loopy, almost 200 dog. 200 dog. 200 pound dog. <laughs> okay, so we could... Just the ride home from picking him up. So picking him up was very difficult. I asked the vet to call me when he's able to stand up. So like, I don't know if you guys know this, but when you pick up a dog from the vet after surgery, they're loopy. They're yeah. still kind of loopy and they kind of fall and they're just not all there. So I asked the vet to, you know, use his judgment and let me know when he's able to walk because I'm not going to be able to carry him. Of course right? not. And Hector was streaming, as usual. So he was busy. And I called my brother up and I asked him to help me come get Henry because Hector was busy. Because he was working. Even though streaming looks like it's fun. It is. It is. <laughs> but he was working. It's work. Right? It's both. So I called my brother up and I'm like, let's go. We gotta get him. So we picked up Henry at the latest, like right when they were like closing. But he was still kinda loopy. So Which kinda sucks. We took the Raptor, your dad's Raptor, because that's the only car like he really fits in, like comfortably. And um I made my brother drive and I stayed in the back with Henry and I was holding him up because he couldn't sit down and he was falling over and it was a very long five minute drive. <laughs> it felt like 20. It felt very, because I'm telling you, I had to hold him up. It felt like 20 hours. It was, it was smart. So Liv was like in the front seat, I was in the back and it was just, and then getting him down from the truck. That was really hard. That was really hard because he didn't he didn't want to get down. I don't know if he was just dizzy, but finally he jumped. And even though he's not even supposed to be jumping, because the doctor said no jumping, no running for at least ten days. But yeah, so that was our experience with surgery. Now I guess that's another thing. Like you have to be very you have to be prepared when you have this type of dog has surgery. With yeah. size and cars, you need a big enough car with this type of dog. There's so many things that you need with this type of dog. I'll get into all that later on, um, but um, I kind of started going off of the gastropexy, and then I ran into that situation, so I had to talk about it. Right? Yeah. So um, what else are we going to talk about? Um, so I, I was talking about the health. Yeah. So um, a lot of them with the blow. I was talking about the bloat. Um a lot of them, now they say a lot of them get, have like bad hips and stuff, you know, but I think that's mainly, you got to do research on your breeder if you're getting one from a breeder, um, and just, I, I think it has a lot to do with nutrition too, so always do some good research on good food for this type of dog. Obviously, you're not going to give this type of dog food 
like that you give like a chihuahua. <laughs> That's no, just different weird. amounts of you know nutrients and proteins in that food. So you have to do a lot of research on a good food for your dog. Absolutely, because you don't want to have you can have a lot of problems later on. It's a big dog. Very, very big dog. Alright, Liv. How would you describe Henry? Personality. Playful, loving, loves people, gentle giant. Gentle giant. That's what they they're known for. Being a gentle yeah. giant. And they really, really are gentle. Oh yeah. Super gentle, but they get in the way a lot. Yeah. Would you say? Yes. Yes. <laughs> so Henry It's been a struggle with the personal space, I would say. So these this breed is known to just follow you. Everywhere. everywhere like at your side they're, they're literally your shadow they're next to you Henry follows me everywhere and if he doesn't know where I am he's looking for me he freaks out and unfortunately yes yeah, sometimes he freaks out and he has very high anxiety sometimes I'm trying to work on that I'm trying to leave the house well right now we can't really leave the house but I was trying to leave the house a little bit for a couple hours and then come back just so he can get used to me leaving and coming back. And it was working until... He got a surgery. He got a surgery. So when he got a surgery, um, even Hector told me, you're babying him too much. You're going to give him anxiety. And I did. The two days um, after we got him from surgery, he... I would follow him, and I had him on a leash, and I would take him with me everywhere because I didn't want him to play with the other dogs. I didn't want him to run or jump, and he does. He loves to do all those things. And um, I'd say I did pretty good with him not doing those things. Yeah. But unfortunately, now he's back to following me everywhere, crying if he doesn't see me, and. But, um, yeah, this, this type of dog loves people. They love people. I feel like as if they love people a little bit more than than the other dogs. Yeah. What did you say? Yeah, Henry just adores people. He just rubs up against you. Now, that's one thing you have to be careful with because of his size. He could knock you over. Um, he first started doing all that, like rubbing up against me. And I would have bruises, like, all over, like, above my knees and around my thighs because of his loving on me. <laughs> right, Liv? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. But, um, yeah, they are, they're, they're so much fun. They're very athletic. Watching, um, this type of dog just... <coughs> Oliver! Sorry, that was Oliver interrupting um, watching this type of dog run is majestic. It's beautiful to watch. It's almost like watching a horse run, I feel. Right? Yeah. It's beautiful watching it run. But um, as far as, like, this the personality goes, they're just so, like, like Scooby-Doo. Kind of, like, silly. 
And I would say kind of like, huh? As Liv calls it. Liv mm-hmm. has this like, huh? I'm Henry, huh? <laughs> not saying he's not smart, but he's just kind of like, huh? <laughs> That's how we uh, what, describe him. He's, what? Like, what's going But, uh, love their personality. Um, it's probably one of my favorite personalities, to be honest. Um, me and Henry have a really, really tight bond. It might be because he he loves me and he follows me everywhere. You know, because I love all my dogs. But Henry is the most neediest. And I don't know. Maybe it's because of that. That I love him so much. And he's my baby. But uh, as far as other things on the Great Dane, exercise lift. Exercise. Exercise. How much exercise do you think they need? As puppies, maybe a little bit more. Yes, definitely as puppies a lot because they have a lot of energy. But um, this type of dog, they're known as being lazy, kind of um, couch potatoes. They love couch. Um, But I would definitely say that they don't start being couch potatoes and being lazy until around this age so Henry's starting to be a lazy dog so he now he sleeps a lot more because he's three now and um but in the puppy the one the puppy to one to two year old so much energy what did you say next thing I really want to talk about is are Great Danes friendly with other dogs? What would you say? Are they? They can be? Yeah, yeah. I would say they are, but they're also very scared. They're scared of like, like Henry's scared of the Swiffers, Henry's scared of like he can't just hop a gate. He's scared of all of them. A little black chihuahua. A little black chihuahua runs this house. So that's why I would say that. That's why I said earlier that our little dogs are brats. A little chihuahua is the alpha here. And, um, oh, Henry. Henry gets along with other dogs. Um, if he's given the chance to. Now, he gets along more with puppies. Yeah. Because puppies have no fear. And... They're very friendly. And they're really like, yeah, I'm going to try new things. Yeah. Very, 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 no fear. Puppies they're have absolutely really no brave. Very, very brave. And Henry feeds off of energy. So if a dog is like growling, he stays back. He stays back. But if yeah. he also, now these dogs are considered gentle giants, but... I would have to say they are protectors. They, you know, if, if someone is, like, just comes into the room or if someone comes over, someone rings the doorbell, they're going to bark. If you train them at a young age, they probably won't. Right. It's good to have them bark. It's good to have them bark. Now, Henry bark. You can hear from very far because it's such a 
big, deep bark. And, you know, that's what they raised him for. Um, part, you know, they, they raised him for, you know, hunting boar and all that stuff from the beginning. But um, they were also raised for protecting people's homes. Yeah, and they were their place that they were, like, born in. Like, the first types of Great Danes was in Germany. Oh, in Germany, yes. They come from Germany. That's right. But, um, they are friendly with other dogs that are well-behaved, I would say. So, if an aggressive dog comes, or if another dog starts barking at Henry... He's going to bark back. Um, that is for sure. I actually have him trained to understand my energy. So if another dog is barking at him, I literally sit him down and I just let him know that it's okay. We are not at harm. And he doesn't bark. And he doesn't bark. Um, however, if he sees me in a stress state, another dog's barking, even if another person comes up with really bad energy, he senses it. And he will know. And he will. He can bark. Right? He's a good protector. Yeah, he's, he's a really protector. good guard dog. He's a very good guard dog. And that's another great reason why... Um, you can have this type of dog. They're amazing guard dogs. Um, they have... Their senses are just... They just know. And they're... You know, like I said, they love their owner. So they're always looking for them everywhere. So they're definitely protected. So Henry sleeps right outside our door. And just waits for me to get up. Right? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. he's protecting us. Yeah, he's trying to protect us as much as possible. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But um, another thing that they like, these Great Danes uh, love to do is jump on furniture. Now be ready to have your furniture be taken off. Period. Gone. Now as puppies, your furniture may be even destroyed. Right? Bye-bye. Mm-hmm. Um, be prepared to buy a few couches during the lifetime of your great day. That is for sure. Um, they love couches, so they will sleep. They're couch potatoes. They are couch potatoes after they hit that adult, after the puppy, teenager. They're sleeping, and they're laying on your couch. They will make dents in it and everything. Henry has his own couch in our office. He's actually laying on it right now. And this is a huge, a human couch, and it's his. Right? What did you say? Yeah, we don't even get to sit on it. Nope. Nope. That's his. But yeah, they have, they love jumping on furniture. Some of them, actually, some Great Danes are considered lap dogs. They love to just jump up on you, and they just think you're... They think they're little trolls. Yeah, they think they're little. I've seen them. Henry's not like that. Um, Henry will just get up in your face and rest his head mm-hmm. on you. But he's not a type to sleep on you. Maybe because we didn't we didn't do that. So now these now Henry's never slept in our room before, so maybe that's why. 
That's why. Yeah, because if not, he would just take over our bed. And your dad would hate that. <laughs> so yeah, they've never slept in our room. As much as I would love him to sleep in his room, his fur is enough for me to be like, now these types of dogs, they don't shed as much. As much. However, since they're such a big dog, it seems like a lot. It's a lot. Because they're so big. Luckily, like, you could just, like, scratch them and, yeah, you know, some fur will come off. But, like, as opposed to, like, other types of dogs where they're, you just pet them and their fur flies everywhere. Yeah. No, nothing like that. It's just little, 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 little hairs that show up and, you know, once you start with the broom, then you see it all accumulated. Because it's so big. So big. It's the biggest boy. He's the biggest boy. So grooming is pretty easy on a great day. Right? For sure. Um, Just cleaning their paws. um, Baths. Easy. They don't really need, they don't need haircuts, right? And just um, brushing them out so you can get the excess fur out. That's about it. I would say they're just rinse them off. Yes. Now they are, since they are scared of like a lot of things, I definitely recommend to just put them in water at puppy age because you do not want to have a struggle of trying to get the size of a dog into the bath. Now that is not fun. One time, so Henry, I got a, we make, we got this new shower. Doggy shower. Made for him. And I'm thinking he doesn't like the tile in the shower. So he freaked out. So we, I started giving him a bath and it became such a... It was just so bad. So he did not like the towel in the bath. I'm thinking that's what it is. Because I started giving him a bath in there and he freaked out out and he got out of the shower. I had to wake up Hector because he was sleeping because my husband sleeps very early. And um, he had to come out and we literally had to rinse him outside with the hose because we couldn't get him back in the shower. I remember seeing that. that yes, but I did learn a tip afterwards. If because a lot of great there, there is things out there where Great Danes have problems with floors. I've seen a couple of Great Danes. I don't know where I saw it. Where this Great Dane had like a phobia of the floor. I'll have to show you that. But I saw one, and it was like depends on the flooring because they could slide. It's almost like a deer on ice, pretty much. I saw, I swear, I did. And um, that 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 was Henry. So he he was scared of the floor. And uh, I did learn a tip, like I was gonna say. Basically, just put a big towel on the floor, on the tile, in the bath, so they don't see it. Good idea. Very good idea and very easy. I haven't tried it yet. But I'm soon to try and see if it works. But then they avoid the slipping. They won't slip. And that way they're in the bath comfortably. 
Yeah, not and they slight. don't slip. Mm-hmm. And they're so not they slight. just stand still. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna try that very soon. Now another thing about Great Danes live the drool. That's be prepared to have drool everywhere. Everywhere. So it disgusts me. Yeah. Some people are very disgusted by it. Hector, my husband, is very disgusted by it. You two are very disgusted by it. I'm not so I, disgusted I by it. I try not to. But... I pick up their poop. I'm the only one who picks up his poop. And his poop is ginormous. I can't. Nobody can. Only I, I like the little dog. Oh, I can't stand the little dog. <laughs> can't find it in the backyard. Henry's, I can find right away. But um, the drool. So the drool is not... It's heavy. But I wouldn't say it's as much... It's, getting better. You gotta learn when it happens. So if you're cooking, be prepared to have drool. Dripping. And dripping. And dripping. <laughs> and uh, if you just drink water. If you just drink water, be prepared. Or if you just went on a very long walk. Exercising, be prepared. What else? Eating. After eating, yes. Even drool if- with pieces of food. Hanging out. You'll also find some food on his nose. Yeah, he'll get food on his nose. But I would say those are the only times that he has drool. He does not have drool all day. Of course not. Nope, he does not have drool all day. Um, and just make sure to use a paint on your walls where you can clean the walls because you will find... Some drool. Some drool. Saliva. On the walls. From him shaking his head and making the saliva fly. Wee. Now there's been many times. <laughs> there's been many times where he shakes his head. And it sometimes lands on the TV. Lands on the TV. Oh my gosh. Yes. All over the TV. Uh, where else? On you. <sighs> One time it went in my hair. That was disgusting. Oh, I like, tried not to look. Like, mm-hmm. get it off yeah, me. spit, spit, saliva, drool, whatever you want to call it, goes flying everywhere. And yeah, so use paint where you can clean the walls. Definitely recommend because it's everywhere. We have all the dogs here in the office, and they're just sleeping. But uh, as far as the drool, it's not too, too bad. Be, have baby wipes handy. Yeah, We learned towels. that. Towels and baby wipes. Baby wipes clean clothes very well. Right? We use yeah. a lot of baby wipes. Um, towels to clean him, I would say. Yeah. Um, we use a lot of paper towels and towels to clean his mouth of the excess drool. But usually when he drools a lot, we kind of put him in a spot where he can just be alone with his drool. Because <laughs> then, I'm telling you, there's going to be drool on your countertops. Everywhere. It's just going to be disgusting. You'll just see, like, little drools on your countertops. On the other dogs. So since he's so big, we find big drools, like, dried-up drools on, like, Benjamin and, like, Louie. Yeah. Not- because the other dogs get in the way. Yeah, not really Coco. No, not really Coco. 
but mainly mainly Benjamin because he plays with Benjamin. Yeah. Poor Benjamin's all drool. Oh my it's sad. And then it dries up, and then you're like, what's this, Benjamin? And it's like dried up drool, and it's gross. I'm the only one that cleans it, though. But it's not that bad. I'm so used to it. Just like he's picking up his poop. I'm so used to it. I don't know how you do that. It's okay. It's easy. If you love someone, you do it. Right? And I love him. I do too, but I just can't. Then I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to tell you. Alright, we have to talk about Henry's farting. Oh no. Does he fart a lot? Yes. Yes and no. Not anymore. So I'm going to give you guys um, some input on that, but Henry farts. And you will hear the fart. And you will smell the fart. And if it's... And you're in a small space, that fart will linger throughout that small space. Disgusting. It is pretty gross. And I think the funniest thing is when you, when he jumps up, you hear it. When he jumps up. Mainly when he jumps up. Or when he's running and you just hear it. I think that's, that's the funniest thing. Yeah, and sometimes when he just lays down, he just hear it. Just, and it's just so loud. I've never, I don't think I've ever heard a dog fart until we got Henry. Because obviously the little ones will fart and you don't you don't hear it. All of a sudden you just smell it. But um, a good thing to know about farting is they're, what they're eating. Yes. So what they're eating has a lot to do with it. So if they're farting a lot and it's smelling a lot, there's you need to do something about their nutrition. So we... Do the farmer's dog. We just we give all our dogs the farmer's dog. And ever since we changed over to the farmer's dog, little to no farting. And if he farts, if Henry farts and we hear it, barely a smell. Yes or no? I don't smell thing. Barely a smell. But before it was deadly. It was deadly. Literally he would clear room. And that's just one thing to keep in mind. So even if not just a great dame, but if your dogs are farting a lot, you should definitely look into what you're feeding them. Because it has a lot to do with it. And I'm telling you, Henry would fart and fart and fart. And it almost became like an everyday thing where he would just, it would smell up the whole room or wherever we were. Like, Even when guests were over, it was, it was, it was embarrassing. It was, it was like, okay, we have to prepare. And then, not only that, but embarrassing. Like, people would just get up. Like, my sister would be over and her husband, and they would just get up and cover their mouth and then move away. It's embarrassing. A little. <laughs> but I'm telling you, check into their food and just look at the nutrition that you're giving them. And I'm telling you, ever since we switched over to the farmer's dog, little to no fun. Very impressive.
did start talking about training when we were talking about the puppies, but I wanted to talk a little bit more in depth about the training. So our training needs to start. I think it's very important. It's super important. Very young age, you want to start training a great day. Two months old. Around babies. Crying. Babies moving around on the floor. Um, chill toddlers running around trying to grab ears, nose, anything. Tail. Tail. Um, children bigger at a bigger age too. Like, you know, your age. Ten. Um, just people, men, women, um, everything. You want to train. Moving objects. Everything. I think, um, just people and other dogs too. You just need to. Because this is a very, very big dog. You don't want this dog to be afraid of other dogs. If you don't socialize this type of dog, and it's just not the breed. Now, the breed, they're very friendly, you know? But if you're not socializing a dog at a very young age, it could grow up to be, like, scared of other dogs if it's never seen other dogs. So socializing is huge. Um, And like I was saying with people, and children and babies, um, they need to learn that they need to be around babies so they know how to respect them, how to respect babies and children. And another thing, too, if you have children and you are planning on getting a Great Dane, I definitely recommend teaching your children um, how to act around dogs, especially a dog that's not trained. So if a puppy Great Dane is hanging, you know, meeting a toddler for the first time, the puppy Great Dane is probably going to go try to play with the toddler because they're just really friendly. And the toddler might get smacked by a paw, and we're talking about a huge paw here. Or a tail. Or a tail, whacked in the eyes because it might be the same level as a little child. even higher. The child might get pushed over. So boundaries need to be set. Rules need to be set. And it is very important to start at a very young age. Um, another thing that you can do too, on, that you should do on these types of dogs is, you know, play with their ears, touch their ears, touch their paws. Touch their nails. Touch, touch their nails. Touch just everywhere in their whole body just so they get used to anyone touching them. Because... It'll be hard this to is, touch them. This is a big dog. You know, little kids that come over are going to want to touch your dog. Especially because it looks like a horse. And they're probably going to want to ride him. They might be even jumping on the dog. I could see that. Yeah. You know, so these, these types of dogs, they need to be around children. They need to be around babies. You need to socialize them with as many people, children, and other dogs as possible so they learn rules and guidelines and they will and just like Henry did you know he plays with our little dogs and he has not yet to hurt any of them because he just jumps over them like if they get in the way he just jumps over right yeah yeah so it is very very important to do all of that at 
a very young age. Definitely if you like, even if you have like nephews or, you know, nieces, nephews, or um, if you plan on having children, just highly recommend you starting them at a young age. training this dog is you need to start training this dog how to walk on a leash next to you next to you you don't want this 100 pound dog in front of you in front of you dragging you dragging you you need to teach them at the very young age to walk next to you on a leash and learn how to respect you you do not want a 100 and plus pound dog dragging you making you fall and literally pulling you. I'm going to be honest with you. That happened to us once. I was walking Henry and I learned this the hard way. I was walking Henry and Benjamin because I was able to. But an incident happened when I was walking them. Coco, we were also walking Coco. Yeah, I was walking Coco. Liv was walking Coco and Coco. Coco... Broke out of his harness. Got out of his harness. And we panicked. Well, yeah, because that's a normal thing to do. Yeah. Coco was a puppy, too, so he... Puppies run away. Yeah, so Coco started running away, ran across the street. Liv was screaming, of course. And I started screaming, and that is probably the worst thing that you can do with a dog. Because you screaming, you go in panic mode, you start stressing out, the dog immediately goes into high alert, high alert, starts stressing out. So Henry and Benjamin, what do they do? They just ran right after Coco to stop him. And I got dragged along for the ride. And luckily, instead of me going forward, falling forward, I... Fell on your side? I intentionally fell backwards and kind of did like a slide like into third base. Like I, was I was about to say like baseball. <laughs> like in baseball. And that was not fun. I did have bruising pretty badly. That was just a crazy day. And, yes, so you need to, not only for training, but I learned that too, not just to train to walk your dog, you have to train yourself to be calm at all times when you're walking a dog, especially this type of big dog. Especially if you see, like, a great dog across the street, you have to be calm, have him sit down. Mm Mm-hmm. And have them try to tell them that you're in charge. It's okay. Right. So, like, nowadays, I just walk Henry by himself. I don't want any of the little dogs to put him on high alert because they will. Because I feel like Henry thinks that he needs to protect the little dogs. He needs to protect him. So, if Henry ever hears another one of the dogs that we have Bark. bark in a fearful bark, then he barks. Because... He feels like he has to protect his pack, which I don't blame him. You know, he's 
he's doing what Could. any family member would do. Yeah, that's what he was bred to do. So I just walk Henry by himself nowadays because if I stay calm, he's calm. Because he's a good boy. Yeah, the little ones are just. He's bad like a big brother, ones. but he's younger than most of them. But he's like their big protector brother, which is amazing. I think that they have. And they love him. They all love him. Um, he's kind of. Would you say he's the boss? He's like the they respect him as the protector, is what he is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it, it's beautiful to see. They all have like their little, they, their little jobs. Yes, that's true. They all have their little jobs in the back. Yeah, it's right. talk about some things that you don't even think of that you need when you have a great day I think one of the biggest things is a large car yeah you need to have a large car to transport this dog to like the vet grooming vet grooming um, anywhere case of emergency period right so um, a large car is definitely needed luckily we have Hector's car, which is a Ford Raptor, and that's perfect. Henry can just stand up in the back seat. And we do have the G-Wagon, the G-Wagons, but... He can, but... We don't want to get him dirty. And when he gets <laughs> and when he gets in the G-Wagon, he gets a little nervous. That's all he does. And there's drool and yeah, you, Yeah, you'll see some drool in yeah. your car. Some, a lot of drool. And with the Raptor, the truck, eh, it's a heavy-duty, dirty, dirty car. So we could get that one dirty, right? Yeah. Um, Space. You definitely need a lot of space. Um, Whether if it's inside and outside, I would say. Not too much outside because they're not, like, too much of a... Yeah, yeah they, need, they don't need a lot of space. But inside, I would say you need a lot of space because if not, this big dog is just going to be everywhere with you. Right? So good space yeah. is definitely needed. Now, one thing that we bought um, in case of an emergency was a stretcher. Oh, yeah. Because I about if you, we just started thinking, I don't know what made me think. Like, I think he bumped his leg on like a. Oh yes, that's right. So he, table. so he was running with Benjamin, and his hip is the size of a regular table, part of his hip. So he hit his hip when he was turning a corner on the table. So he was limping. So he was limping, and I immediately thought, if this dog can't walk, how am I going to get him to the vet? So I started Googling and I found on Amazon a dog stretcher. So there's a lot of them now. So back when I bought it, um, there wasn't a lot. But now that I, I just looked them up before we started recording, and there's so many now. There is? So many, which is great. Definitely great. Because I definitely recommend it. So we actually have a stretcher in our garage right by the car in case we need to take Henry to the vet and he can't walk because 
how am I going to carry that? I mean, with the small dog, you just pick them up. Oh, that's just, you can carry them with... But there's no way I would be able to. But I'd be able to get them on a stretcher that we bought. That's hanging in our garage in case of an emergency. And ho- hopefully, we never have to use it. Right? Hopefully. Hopefully, we never have to use it. But we have it there just in case. That was a lot of stuff on the di- great day. Like we've been doing this for a long time. It's like 50 minutes or something. Wow. I know. It's long. It's we could go on for hours, to be honest, talking yeah. about Henry and Great Danes. But I think we could stop here. And um, if you guys have any other questions on Great Danes um, or Henry... You guys can um, let me know on my Instagram, J-U-D-3-B-I-L-L. And on Twitter, I'm J-U-D-3. I always answer any questions that anyone ever has on Great Danes. Or if you guys just want to share your pictures of your Great Danes or your dogs, feel free to send them to me. I love looking at dogs all day. Really? Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, so um, let me know. And um, I think we'll end this one here. And I hope we didn't forget anything. We probably have. But um, there's just we just wanted to share our stories and our input on having a great Dane. And would you live, have another great Dane? Of course. I would too. I think I will always have a great Dane. Uh, I just love everything about this breed. But with that said, Liv, we would like everyone to have a great Dane. Have a great Dane. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.